0: Okay, Shalom everybody, we're continuing with where we left off, and with this we finalize and finish up Rav Nosin's beautiful discourse here, Likuti HaLakot, Ebena Ezer, the Laws of Matrimony, Ishut, Discourse 4, paragraph 19. Finally, Rav Nosin completes his insight on Avram Avinu's wordings and actions at the beginning of Parashat Vayera, when he... Uh, uh, met the three angels and not to forget these three angels he said earlier correspond to like the three spherot, which are directly above malchut when malchut the lowest zfirah leaves the domain of impurity begins to go up in holiness so it faces three levels of triads triads starting from netzach chod yesod and then afterwards chesed gevor and then afterwards chokhmah bin adat this is the way of elevation, ascent and holiness it's always tripled and the three angels are representing the initial three levels that's why it says Nitzav alav, and they were standing over him and standing over him meaning they were at the level above him that he had to go to so now because there were angels representing Hashem's uh, Svirot, so in a sense we also see this in the parsha itself in Rashi that it's referring to Hashem it's like a, a divine messenger of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. so it's represent the, these three angels are representations of hashem's light with that in mind look what he says here so vezehu this is now the meaning of the verse the next verse that rav wants to open up from the beginning of parshat vayera adonai taavor so it says in the parsha there like this and Avram Avinu said, My Lord, and, if, and Lord there is referring to Hashem, if I've now found favor in your eyes, don't leave me. <speaking in Hebrew> don't leave me wh- while I. Because Hashem came to do the mitzvah of Bikrocholim, right? And and he was talking to Hashem. Hashem was talking to Avraham Avinu and then he saw the angel and he told Hashem, wait here Hashem because I want to do a mitzvah for you called Hachnasat Orchim." So Avraham Avinu's wording was, please my Lord and Rashi points out that this name is, is, is Kodesh, right? If now I found favor in your eyes don't leave me. In other words, wait here until I bring in these angels. So Avraham points out, she bikesh ma Barach." On the simple level, Avon Bin is telling Hashem, please wait. Wait for me until I do this mitzvah. Rav Nosin is playing is, is focusing on the words. please don't depart, don't take don't leave from me your servant. That Avramabinu is asking of Hashem, don't leave me. And this is the cry Rav says of every Jew: Don't leave me, Hashem. Haynu. In other words, this revelation, which Avram Avinu was receiving, which is like in the beginning of the Pasuk, Yera, like we said, that Hashem appeared to Avram Avinu because he was in Elone Mamre. Remember? The Elone, the trees, the trees of Mamre, the Hechalat Murot, the the exchange chambers going through there in order to elevate and attach oneself to the Tree of Holiness through the test of Mamre, of the Hechalat Murot. So he's saying now, I'm leaving you for a moment, okay, don't, don't leave me, don't leave me, in other words, I don't want you to, I don't want to lose this light that I just reached and, and tapped into, revelation, I shouldn't, it shouldn't leave me, don't leave me, Hashem, from this light, because like we said, a person strives, to reach the infinite light in life which is the always every ascent and then a person is bounced back that's where the test is most people crash and fall when that happens the bounce really is an inter, intermediary stage but it's also necessary for continual growth it's a stage where you're pushed back and you're expected through emuna to hold on to an impression of the light you tasted and experienced when you were going up and having your ascent and that's how you hold on during the bounce, which is like a type of descent, as you hold on with the light that you experience, even though you'll see no light right now, only darkness, still through Imuna, you connect to what's called the Reshimu. You, you, you believe and connect to Hashem through the impression left. You believe there's an impression, you have an impression left, and with that, with the emuna that you know it exists, even though I don't see it, I don't feel it, but I have the impression because of the emuna. okay, so I'm able to hold on in all my challenges in life that I'm going through that I'm being pushed back. Why is this happening? Because this is how a person can perceive the infinite light in vessels. That he's pushed back, and when pushed back, he's still functioning as if he's connected to the infinite light. That's unbelievable. That a person you have two, two opposites. You're not you're not in the light, you're in the darkness yet now. And yet you function and behave and conduct and, and your simcha and your running to serve Hashem as if you're plugged in that's the, how a person builds vessels called matei Mate, reaching and not reaching to tapping into the nine chambers to create vessels for the infinite light that's what Hashem wants Hashem wants these vessels that they should be created and made to have the, this experience of the light within them but it can only happen if a person bounces back and accepts it and does the right thing to do <coughs> so he's <coughs> So, Ramarin is saying here that this light shouldn't leave me. Don't, don't leave me. He's telling Hashem, don't leave me until I have enough of a Rishima Tova, enough of a good impression left to hold on with while I am bounced back. And he says, as, as mentioned above, we went into this if you want to take a look in paragraph number 15, towards the end there. The person has to strive very hard in life that he shouldn't lose so quickly the light because everybody, unfortunately, you, you want to say unfortunately it's, it depends how you look at it, but everyone goes to this where they lose the light, you have a big experience and you're beginning to come close to Hashem, beginning to come close to Tzaddikim, one of you know a trip to Uman or something where you're on a high, on a spiritual high and then it's taken away from you, you're, you're Avodah is not to let go of that impression left of the light that's what's important it shouldn't leave so fast number one i should i should have it with me and number two it shouldn't leave me like we said what was napoli that he was known that for 21 or 22 years he was able to serve Hashem with, with running on the initial light that he had from the beginning of his hit karvut and coming close to Hashem when he was a disciple of the Magad of Mizrach or of the Baal Shem Tov, whatever, that he had this big light in the beginning. He was able to function 21 years later still on that light, even though he's not in it. But he has the Rishimu, thanks to the Muna of believing in it. And it's still there. Okay? So this is Avinu is saying also, don't leave me until I have enough strength to leave to to have left with me a Rishima Tova. Okay? And and, and that, that the Rishima shouldn't leave so fast. Until he has left with him a good impression with which he can bring life and, and, and vitality to himself always, constantly, I meaning no matter what you go through in life, no matter how low you fall, that you're able to just get back up and continue. How do you do that? How does a person get back up and continue? What? Everything was taken away, total darkness. Ah, because he has a Rishima, an impression of the initial life light left, and he's, hold on, he's connecting to it as much as possible, that's what gives him strength to get back up, even within a bounce back, a seeming darkness, and to do more good, and to connect, until more light comes, Hashem. it doesn't always have to be like this, it's stages in life, okay? So this is what asked, Hashem blessed be, he, who revealed himself then to him, the words we said above. These are the words. Don't pass from me, from me, your servant. Please don't pass over, continue and just take off, from above, from upon just me, your servant. And then now, you see, Rav Nossim goes now to the actual verse that he said to the angels, and the wording is amazing. V'zeh yukach na he said, if you, later on to the three angels, let there please be taken some water. So there the pshat is, Avraham Avinu was saying to the three guests, let me bring some water to clean your feet. Rashi says, why clean your feet? Because if you might have any trace of idolatry, why would you have a trace of idolatry? Because back then the Arabs worshipped the dust on their legs, on their feet. So to clean any trace of possible idolatry, he presented to bring water, okay? So now, the wording is yukach, and it was let it be taken, not that I should take, or you should you should receive, you should take, you should be, it should be given, rather it says let there be taken some water. So he's saying, even though he said this to the angels, right, and it's, it's referring to what and a, a spiritual accomplishment, Rav Nossam points out, Zeremez al hamshachata shefa. This this word of let it let us take some water is a hint to drawing down bounty. Shebi kesh she lo yavod ad shemshich misham shefa kaniiskar le'em. He was really requesting. You see, Rav Nosson jumped from one statement that. Avram Avinu said to Hashem, and then the next statement that he meant to, said to the angels, because like we said earlier, there were there were messengers of God. He knew that. With Ruach HaKodesh, Avraham Avinu knew that these are angels. They're not just human beings. They're dressed up as human beings. But these are really angels. But both are in the same direction towards Hashem. Because he says, Na. Na is like a davening, like a, a request. It said there, first Avram Avinu said to Hashem, Al Na, please don't pass... From from your servant, and then he said to the angels, towards the angels, let there please you, kachna, let there please be taken some water. Okay, so it's na, it's like a like a pleading, a, 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 a praying format, which is towards Hashem. So he's saying here that he requested, I remember when he asked that the the light should not be taken, the revelation shouldn't be taken until some shefa is drawn down, and as mentioned above. That this is the idea of drawing down shefa, That we, we, we request the Hidgalut in order to have a bounty come down. Bechenat shefa Akhar Which, like we said earlier in the beginning of this discourse, the idea of the bounty that, come down, that comes down after davening. If you recall, the davening, as explained by the Arizal Rav Chaim Vital and the Kitve Ari, parallels exactly this lesson. The initial stage of the korbanot and the Khtoret is elevating the malchut from the klipot the second stage of davening which is hodu and psuche de zimra really psuche de zimra and the davening in shacharit is the idea of elevating malchut to the legs Netzachod yesod that's why it's called psuche de the zamir means to cut off of the legs here the third part of davening which is the blessings of kriyat shema and kriyat shema, is elevating from the legs chesed and Netzachod yesod to Chesed Gvua Tiferet, to the, the, the level of the, of the arms. And finally, the Shemones, where the highest part of the davening, is reaching the mentality, the mind. Elevating from Chesed Gvua Tiferet, which is the level of the arms and the, and the chest, the torso, up to the level of chokhma binada, the intellects. chokhma adad, okay? So that, that's the up motion in davening. And then right after that, we do Tachanun, where we go down again, all the way down. We purposely lower ourselves and the, t- the Vidu Tachanun back into the exchange chambers going down, and all this is in order to draw down Shefa. So we went up, and then we go deep down, and then, as you probably know, the davening goes downwards. After the Tachanun in the, in the morning prayers, you have Ashra valitzion, which is now one step down. It's back to Chesed Givortiferet, and then afterwards the Shir Shel Yom. Is from the arms, Chesed Gvotiferet and Etsachod Yesod, and then from there to the Korbanot and Alenul Shabiach, that's already back to Malchut and back, at a low, a low, uh, back to the initial stage, not necessarily back into the Klipot, but now back in Malchut, with all this energy taken from above. That's what he's pointing out here. That idea let us take some water, water connotes bounty. Water always in the Torah Shefa, in a positive sense, okay? So then when he said, let there be, please let there be taken some water before you angels leave also, okay? This is a hint to drawing down the bounty that he asked, Avraham Avinu asked, that the revelation of the, in, in the infinite light in its impression format shall not be taken away until he's able to draw down Shefa. And this is the idea of drawing down the bounty after the davening. So this is what Avram Babin was saying, You and every Jew also, when you have a big high, the, the whole purpose of the high is what are you going to take back with it, from it? Because you're not going to stay there forever. You can't expect, oh, I want to stay on this high. There's, a, there's what to be taken and to serve Hashem back from a different experience, a lower experience, a bounce back, and yet to have connection to the Shefa that you drew, you drew down. I got something, I benefit from this. This is the goal. This is what's going to build you in life. It's what you take back from these spiritual highs in your life, what you took with you in order to develop step by step. This as how Rav Nosen ends this discourse, which should be zochem, through all the points mentioned in this lesson, to do the mitzvot with joy, because that's how everything starts. When you're joyous and you work on doing the mitzvot with joy, this is how. this is how you elevate to come to all these levels, etc., etc.